Okay. Is it recording? Yes. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm like editing nudes right now. It's labor season? <laughs> What do you it. what do you edit? What are you editing? So I have scars around my nipple. Oh okay. And they're slowly healing. And I just feel like it looks too graphic when I don't like it looks painful like when some, I don't. Like some Frankenstein so, type shit. This is like the after. This is the after. Mm-hmm. This is the before. Oh okay. But I don't know if you remember. Oh. They were harsher. Do you remember? Yeah, it was darker. It was darker and they're slowly well that right there is because I had a shirt on really tight. Mm-hmm. But um, I still, I don't like to overdo it. Like, you can see I have scars. I just soften it a little bit. But they're actually healing pretty good on their own. So it's wow. almost there. Some face tune? Yeah. <laughs> Some face tune on that ass. Uh, we should talk about all of the surgery that I've, like, done. Well, I, that, I make that sound really dramatic. It's like, you can. <laughs> natural? Natural. Those are your procedures. I saw a tweet, and it was dragging. I felt bad. It was dragging on... The really popular Latina girls. Did you see that tweet? Janet. Did you see that? I mean, I saw multiple versions of that same opinion. There was like, oh, in the beginning, Jenny69 oh. and Daisy and Elsie. They were all so pretty and now like they all look like like they're, they're like super like they, fillered out and plastic surgery. They LA, LA-nized. Uh-huh. LA. It was like, damn, like, I understand what the tweet is saying because all of the girls do look really like i wouldn't they they don't look botched they look beautiful but they look plastic surgery beautiful mm-hmm. like they look la glam hollywood beautiful and when you compare them to how they looked in the beginning it's like they lost that yeah the beauty standard shifted and i somebody think i, I, I kind of fit in there somebody was different somebody was comparing Ob- audrey aubrey oh that's Ode? different Oh, but it's the same. She dir- looks botched it's the same yeah direction, she though. looks botched <laughs> yeah. same direction. no it is it is like um not to like Oh, God, this is going to sound conceited. I feel like my shit looks kind of natural. If you compare photos of me from when I was a teenager, I feel like, if anything, I've just tried to stay looking young. I don't know. Do you think I've OD'd with things? Be honest. No, I think you. I don't think you need anything on your lips. I never understood that. Yeah. But I, I think, if anything, I've OD'd on the lips, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. I would like to talk about, like, how to do fillers without going overboard and why, like, so and there's other girls like Desi Perkins and like Katie, and um, I would even say Shayla. I feel like their faces look really, like true to themselves. Mm-hmm. When I'm probably for certain that those girls have gotten fillers. Yeah. They just go about it like Desi's face looks like beautiful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like she's probably gone about fillers and re- and even like her her breast augmentation. And we had that theory that she paid for them, so she didn't. Oh, yeah. She didn't have to promote yeah, it. Yeah, pays for herself, so she doesn't have to promote it. She'll spend the seven hundred dollars. <laughs> she doesn't want it for free. There's a few other YouTubers. I just, and you know, in their defense, the Latinas that they called out, they probably like that look. I like it too. I just, I feel like it'll age you. Jenny looks great. Miss Jenny, Jenny looks bomb. Jenny looks great. But she does look very different. She, very I think, different. I think she looks great because she, she she's she's fit. Right? Or am I talking shit? No, no, no. Jenny's, like, body-wise? Jenny's fit. Yeah, she is fit. She works out. She looks good. So it elevates the Dr. Miami look. She looks like she smells expensive. <laughs> <laughs> was it wasn't she wasn't her like her her workout routine like she would eat a burger a day? <laughs> you know 
Ectomorph. Ectomorph. Huh? Like. <laughs> I think Elsie looks good too. Like I think the girls look good. Elsie. Elsie Rivera. Um, she owns uh-huh. a store. She's like one of the Mexican vloggers. Yeah. No, actually, I'm wrong. I think she's Salvadoran. Oh wow. Okay, Latinas. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some research. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born Latina. And then you have of course Miss Daisy. I think Daisy looks beautiful too. They just I understand what the tweet was saying. Mm-hmm. They look surgery. Yeah. But that's a discussion for another day. Body unless, you, unless you want to talk about that. But No, we had fun questions. <laughs> so how many days ago? Two weeks ago? Yikes. Two weeks ago I uh, posted a picture and I was like, What should we talk about? And the the interesting ones that kind of um that stood out to us were about religion. Somebody was like, our generations disconnect from organized religion. And then somebody else was like, I currently live in Utah, the Mormon state. No, I don't know much about the religion, just what I've been told. I met a lot of young girls who get married as soon as they're out of high school. You're somewhat, you somewhat, I, I'm, they're talking to you. Yeah. You've somewhat talked about the religion you were a part of and recently decided to cut all ties with them. I'm interested to know why. And was it because of the religion that you decided to marry so young? Okay, thanks. Yeah. I <laughs> a bitch go, was called I, out. I, I, could, I could go for hours about that. A bitch was called out. So I was basically born into, let me close off my phone I was basically born into what I believed was like, a church, a religion, and it's called La Luz del Mundo, the light of the world. I usually wouldn't have mentioned them just because I feel like they're very, I don't want to say defensive, like, they're, and I'm, a lot of religions are like this, like, they have members that are extremely dedicated, to put it nicely, and if you say something, like, they'll comfort you, kind of like stands. <laughs> You know if I go on Twitter right now and I I write like I don't know uh, Rihanna is ugly. She's not really <laughs> Disclaimer Disclaimer, these are lies. The Navy? If I'm like Rihanna's ugly, like the Navy's gonna come for me and be like, You stupid bitch, like Rihanna's not fucking ugly, you're fucking ugly. All your accounts are gonna be deactivated. Uh, like, like this religion is it, they have people like that. Yeah. Like if you say something like you you will wake up the next day with comments. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure, like, someone will hear this and be like, oh, my God. Like, that bitch. Did you hear what she said on the podcast? <laughs> the podcast? <laughs> wow, promo? I can't. But, I mean, at this point, they're in the news. So, the leader got arrested, like, about four months ago, I want to oh, say. Oh, wow, it's been four months? I want to say it's been about three or four months. I, I think it was June. June, July, August. Okay, maybe, like, three months. For... A bunch of different terrible, like, charges, like, child pornography, sex trafficking, like, child rape, just crazy shit. And, um, it basically, like, blew up and got all over the news. Mexico was talking about it like crazy because La Luz del Mundo, LDM, is really big in Mexico and in a lot of Central American mm-hmm. states. Like, they're really big over there. They're, they're more known over there than they are here in the States. And it blew up here, too. Like, if you literally just Google it, it will come out and you will see. Well, the case is happening in in L.A., no? Yeah, it's happening in L.A. It's still going on. I'm kind of updated on it. There's a big Reddit forum that's super popular that I go on there and I browse and I used to comment, too, sometimes. I don't (laughs) as much anymore just because I... It's a lot to take on, but it's XLDM Reddit and a lot of members that, you know, were in it and believed in it at one point or maybe they didn't. 
they go on there now to talk about their stories and their experiences. So at this point, I feel like I could come out as like an ex-member and kind of just talk about my experience. I was born into this church. Long story short, like I believed in it for a very long time. You're not allowed to have premarital sex, which actually it's that's pretty popular in a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe that you're not supposed to have premarital sex. The, the thing that's a little bit different about LDM is that you technically have three months to get to know a person and then decide if you want to marry them. So, like, you got to date, and, like, they could correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you got to date, like, three months, and then you decide if you want to marry them, and then you date, like, another three months, and then you get married. <laughs> Speed dating? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and, like... A lot of people get married like this. Yeah. I will say not a lot of people follow those rules. Mm-hmm. You'll meet someone, you'll talk to them for like a year, and then you go to like the pastor, and then you're like, hey, we want to date. Okay, three months. But by that time, you guys could have already been dating for like two years. <laughs> Some application. Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people do that. So I'm not going to like sit here and act like everyone just three months. A lot of people break the rules, but those are literally their rules. But a lot of people break them. So I did technically... Okay. I don't want to make it sound like I got married because of the church, but me and Ruben were in love, and we did want to get married because we, we wanted to like be together, but I'm pretty sure that if we weren't in LDM, we wouldn't have gotten married. We probably would have dated. He probably would have went to college. So probably. to you, it was more acceptable to get married that Oh, year. yeah. It was very acceptable to get married that young, and we wanted to because all of my sisters got married at 18, so I was kind of like, why not me? I'm in love, you know? Ruben was down for it too, but 100%. If I could go back, I would have just dated Ruben. Like if it would have, if it was meant to be, it would have been meant to be. I, I honestly could have seen me and Ruben getting married, maybe like mid college, 23-24. I think we would have lasted. We were a pretty solid couple. I mean, even now, like even through our ups and downs, we're a pretty solid couple. You know, we're pretty compatible. We work together well. I feel like we would have stayed together for a while. Maybe I would have been on some bullshit. Maybe he would have been on bullshit too, but I feel like we would have circled back. And it kind of pisses me off that a lot of people missed out on opportunity. Like, Ruben had a full right to a scholarship. And they told him, the church did tell him, like, you can't, we wanted to get married and him dorm. And we live in San Diego. And he dorm in, I think he wanted to go to UC Riverside. And they told him, you cannot dorm and be married unless your wife is dorming with you. So he was like, okay, well, they're not allowing me to go to UC Riverside and dorm there by myself, and you'll be over here and let's, like, be together like that. It's either I get married or, like, I I have to, like, break up with you type of thing. So it was weird. So he, just, mm-hmm. we decided to, he decided to stay with me. I remember that time in your life. Yeah. It was crazy. And, like, I love Ruben to death. I would die for him. Wow. I do. The no, drama? I, I, the drama? No, I, I love that man so much, and... I know he loves me too, and looking back at it, it's just like, it was very like crazy, young in love, but like he lost out on a scholarship, but he always tells me like, look at our lives, like we're, we're fine, you know, but I'm always like, that was, you know, I don't know, it, being in a cult, a big part of your life is very like, what could have been, mm-hmm. missed opportunities, like friendships, I never got to go to prom, I never really got to go to high school dances, it was a miracle my mom would let me go and hang out with people that worked for my church, I wasn't allowed to do a lot of normal things, like, I couldn't go to the movies, like, I couldn't wear, I couldn't, like, dress how I wanted to, I had to wear a long skirt, <laughs> like, that was my favorite rule, 
People, long skirts. People, my that was my favorite rule for girls to break. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew a lot. I knew a couple of you, uh, you girlies that did the skirt thing, and a lot of y'all. Well, some of y'all would like take it off. I when, would take it off when y'all yeah. left the house. No, no, no. Yeah, it was like <laughs> even Ruben, like the males, the males. I love that the guys had it easier, but <clears throat> he still couldn't really like bring people over mm-hmm. to the house that weren't church people. Like his mom would get irritated about it mm-hmm. and like he wasn't really allowed to do things like he would get in trouble all the time it was very like why aren't you at church you should ever the the whole lives to a lot of the people that are like in this church whether they want to admit it or not to a lot of people like their life revolves around it mm-hmm. of course there's people that like they have an education and they have a job but a lot of times like they come back like the main part in their life is their religion, their church, attending, like being faithful to it. It's not really like my career is going to be first. My family is going to be first. It's very like, I understand God being first, but it's very like God and the apostle, which is the man who's in jail right now for child pornography. Like they say he's before them because they believe that he's like the apostle. So he's before their family. <laughs> he's like sent from from above from beyond <laughs> you know what <laughs> so they to them it's very like he's kind of like like Christ lives in him mm-hmm. like he's before everybody that's where that's why I say cold cause like I mean it would be one thing if you're just like God is before all these people it's but very it's, manipulative but it's another thing to be like this man is before everyone mm-hmm. like like for a while like I understood it I mean I'm going to therapy and like one of the things that he told me, my therapist, is like, well, you're taught what to feel, when to feel it, and like how. And yeah, I was taught what to feel and how to feel it and when. Like, I didn't have my, I guess, my space to feel things for myself and learn things for myself. It's, this is bad, this is good, you believe in this person, you love this person. You cry when you see them, you know, you pray and you cry. Like, and you know, a big thing about like religion too is, or maybe Christianity or it's very like, you have to tell God, like, thank you. Like you're worthless. You'd be nothing like without this person and you'd be nothing like without this church. It's very weird. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, LLDM? Yeah. They very, were, very like backhanded. They literally tell you like, you're nothing without this person. This person like gives you a reason to live. <laughs> I swear to God, they tell you this. That's funny. They really tell you this. Like, you need to give this person like your life. Like, your li- you owe your salvation to this person. I remember one time you invited me. I was like, <laughs> did so- I really? Yeah. What did I say? In the first stages of our friendship, you tried to project, you tried to evangelize me. Really? And I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me? I don't remember that. No, it's okay. I remember, I remember you when I was myself. I, can you say that? I'm going to say when, that. When we met. I probably. And you were like, you're going to hell. But you said it with a little bit of honesty. I'm really? Like, yeah, I felt that. <laughs> but, but, you, but like, but like, it didn't, it didn't affect me because I, I, I grew up in the Catholic church. So I heard different versions of it. I'm like, oh, you, another one? <laughs> no, you met when we met. You, when did we meet? Oh my god. I was 17. I told <laughs> Years ago, I was going to hell. But like, the, oh the very god. first times you said it, it felt very honest to me. Okay. But then it became like the gag. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're, you're going to hell. 
we do like you know you want to smoke crack kind of like that uh, you know what i mean yeah but like when we met i think i was 17 no this was like 2011 yeah you were 17. i was 17 I was like 19 or i was fully on my way i was fully disassociated from like religion and organized religion uh, i'll never forget because i i grew up catholic yeah so well, here's the thing. It's a little different. Here's the thing, though. Like, I really did believe all of that. Yeah. I'm going to call it the Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I, really, I really did believe in the Hocus, oh, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Like, I, I feel like when you're told something over and over and over again yeah. for 18 years, it's kind of hard not to believe it. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll never forget. And when I met your parents for the first time, I felt a little bit of that projection, too. Like, you're invited. I'm like, oh, y'all don't know me. Uh, I feel like if you tell a child, like, the sky looks blue, but it's really purple mm-hmm. their entire fucking lives, mm-hmm. at some point, they might they might Google it and be like, wait, you've been lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> but for a very long time, they're going to be like, my mom told me the sky was actually purple. Yeah. I don't know. I just... But some people aren't built like that. No, I, I get that. Because no. Ruben, Ruben is like that. I, I rebelled at a very early age. I don't know. I we, I grew up Catholic. So for it wasn't as I wouldn't say as aggressive. Yeah. As the, the shit that you're describing, I, it's not a, I don't I wouldn't consider Catholicism a cult. But Catholicism just uh, to me it's like colonialism. It's yeah. so heavily ingrained. And I don't I'll never forget. I was 14 years old. I was in my, my mom's Sienna. And we were driving away from the church. It was like fall. The, the trees were like dead. And I'll never forget the moment where like my brain kind of switched. And I was like, I don't believe this. Yeah. And then from that day, I, I kind of just professed it very openly. Like I, a lot of my cousins and friends would ask me about things about church. And I, I would, I, I never realized the power in saying, I don't believe in God. People would be triggered by that. Oh, no, people are triggered. People are so triggered by that. And he's like, you're not going to go to church? And I'm like, no. And he's like, are you? And he's like, and I, he's like yeah, I'm going to go just to go. So there's a lot of people that are half asked about it. You know what I mean? You're gonna yeah. sh- you're gonna show up and show your face to this institution, but you're not fully aware of what it is completely. Yeah, because it's so ingrained and you're just so used to it. That was kind of me. I never really questioned it. I was just like, okay, cool. Oh, okay, I'm with, chill. I'm with the shit. Chill vibes. Like, <laughs> you know, you it's because uh, a call or like the way it was set up. You met friends, and you got close to people, mm-hmm. and, like, it felt very, like, why would all of this be a lie? Mm-hmm. Why would these people lie about this? It's kind of hard. And, you know, for me, like, growing up, like, those weren't really things I would think about. Mm-hmm. I was concerned about, like, friends and boys and, like, you know, I was a very regular teenager like that. But then you have someone like Ruben who, like, I think Ruben had a moment like you did mm-hmm. where he was like, I don't believe in none of this. Like, this shit's fake. Yeah. Ruben tells me, like, I I didn't believe in it at all. Mm-hmm. At a point, I just didn't believe in anything about it. I would just go because my parents would tell me to go. They would force me to go. Yeah. And that's another big thing, too. Like, a lot of the members are, like, indoctrinated. Yeah, of course, people do go and they get baptized and everything. But a lot of, like, the foundation of, like, LDM, and I think of probably a shit ton of religions, is people are just born into it. Mm-hmm. You go to church because you go and you, <clears> like, half-ass it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I grew up going to church every Sunday. My mom's mom prays a rosary every night. That's like praying every night for like 40 minutes. Night. I used to pray every night. 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Like, it made me sick. And I don't know. I just, I was just very observant. I just, 
the foundations of like my own psyche. I just don't like it when people think together. I don't think it's right. For I people, see. For people I like to, that. So like when I notice everyone singing together and bowing down together, it just it, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me, and I just naturally wanted to like rebel, and then you know just being educated. You know what I mean? Going to school, learning, starting to understand what colonialism was, and then going back to my home country and like hearing people and like listening to experiences something just wasn't right yeah you know what i mean my grandma would say that she started in the 60s she started going to church and they would go to church and it was in latin everything wasn't translated yet and to me that was weird how are you going to believe something that isn't even your own language it was just weird just like little things like that and then the spanish inquisition people being tortured for not believing in god and being different yeah. yeah And like, I was like, mom, so what? what's up? What's up with that? And she would just be like, it, it was very dismissive. Like, you know, where's accountability in this religion? You know what I mean? That's very bold of you. I feel like some children were just smarter like that. And like, your brain wasn't consumed with just stupid. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> something? Stupid shit, like stupid shit. But I would keep it to myself because I knew that I, I kept it to myself. I, I, I knew that this wasn't a battle that I wanted to fight. Yeah. Because it, it affected my mom. I would go, like, I, my, I'm i kind of different from my brothers. My brothers are very, like, I don't like church. I'm going to tell you to your face. I don't want to go. I was very, like, listen, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to be the little monkey dancing for you and <laughs> to make you happy. And I'm going to go home. Because it would affect my mom. She didn't like when, now she's at a point where she's accepting the fact that we, we don't fuck with it. Yeah. I think she's at a point where she's going to church by herself. And it kind of fucks with her. She doesn't like that. Because people look at her and she's like, where's your family? Where's your, where's your husband? Where's your children? You know what I mean? So when I lived in the house, I would go. I would make the effort to go. You know what I mean? To yeah. To just be there, be present. And I would just follow the mannerisms. You know, that's basically Ruben. A lot of people did that. I actually, like, believed. I tried. And I believed for a really long time. And yeah. I know a lot of people did. And it's because you, like, if you're taught to cry and they're telling you to, like, you know, think of all the blessings in your life, of course you're going to feel something. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're thinking about, like, you know, your family, that you have health, that you wake up in the morning, you're literally being grateful for, like, having, you know, a brain and a body that wakes up in the morning. Like, you start noticing, and I, the, it wasn't all bad. I want to be here and say, like, it was terrible. No, it was nice. Like, you're able to appreciate things in life. Mm-hmm. You're taught to be grateful. But they then get that and, like, add a ton of, a ton of rules, and they add, like, this royal family and they add like this leader and it just becomes it loses whatever yeah nice values core values it had it it loses it these are core nice values that you could literally learn on your own yeah no yeah there's there's elitism in it elitism a lot there's like a why lot. don't churches get taxed like excuse me no and then they say, <laughs> like a lot of the people in in this religion like in Mexico and in other areas in like the world are like really poor mm-hmm. and then you know you're seeing in the news how you know the leader like spent a hundred thousand dollars one day in like Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills okay. and, like how like he's going to like the World Cup and like his son has like a five million dollar home somewhere in LA like just crazy shit and mm-hmm. you're like um da 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 and I'm not one to be like fuck the rich I'm very like if people have money they have money that's just the world we live in mm-hmm. but <laughs> you're the leader of this church and there's like it's very Joel Osteen yeah there's people probably <laughs> but at least Joel whatever isn't saying he's an apostle mm-hmm. and like you have to love him before your family yeah <laughs> no it's different it's you really know different. and then you have this guy 
I'm trying so hard to be respectful. Like, in jail with these charges, and you're like, how do you get here? How, like, how does this happen? Mm-hmm. And it, you know what? It's just, there's a lot to unravel there. There's a lot of people in your personal life, too, that are kind of going through it. I, like, a lot of I you lost guys, friends. A lot of you guys are going through it. Yeah, I lost friends because of it. Like, there's family members that don't talk to me anymore because I'm not, like, supporting it. And ever since I started doing sex work, like, they stopped talking to me, but this was just, like, a cherry on top. But I hope that they at least try to maybe see the other side because when you're so indoctrinated it's like you're not even allowed to like look at the news they don't want you to look at the news they tell you the news they're gonna tell you what's going on if you have a conversation with someone that's like i guess telling you like the contrary so for example like if someone from church talks to me they're technically sinning Mm -hmm. to them because it's like that person is gonna give you Bad vibes. Okay. <laughs> bad vibes, basically. Fucking bad vibes. And they're going to corrupt you. They're going to corrupt you. I'm like I'm like a rotten apple to them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, if you hang out with this rotten apple, you're going to get rotten too. But it's like, really, sis? Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's nice. just, like, it's crazy. Like, are you guys not seeing your leader in jail? <laughs> like. They're waiting for the verdict. <laughs> He's been there for months. He's waiting for the party. And you know, people will be like, you know, Malcolm X was in jail for probably a few days. For protesting, no? I think so. <laughs> not for child trafficking. Yeah, it's not for child trafficking. It's sex trafficking. Like, like, oh, my God. And of course, they're going to use things like, I think at some point, Jesus or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna look back. That's crazy. They're going to try and use as much as they can to justify it. Like, if we're not living in different times. Mm-hmm. How, how long? You can't it? just sit in jail for child pornography. <laughs> like, unless there's something there. <laughs> the evidence? You know, like, this isn't like... That's a pretty severe charge. And this is like the United States of America. That's a pretty severe charge. This is the U.S. As if we're just a government that throws people in jail... For something like child pornography, with like I think he had like a a fifty million, a hundred million dollar bond. That doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. That doesn't just happen. You know, you, there needs to be a substantial amount of stories, evidence, things. It's crazy how like people that always get caught with child pornography, it's never like one file. No, it's always like <laughs> it's like an archive. Well, they say that depending on like let's say you have two photos here, they'll just count the whole phone. Oh. I think. Or I don't know, I could be wrong. I want to say they said he had a hundred thousand. Yeah. You know what? A hundred what? No, um, no, because I feel like if you're in that business, you have an archive and you're selling. But here's the on thing. On the dark web. <laughs> it's crazy because most of like the the girls and I think the files that he had. They're not, like, random girls. They're oh, okay. girls from, like, the church. Oh. It's crazy. I, I was telling Ruben about this, like, he could have been corrupted and just gotten escorts. And, like, of age, of age escorts. 18-year-olds, if you want to be perverted, like, get up, you know, an 18-year-old escort, whatever. But you're out here, like, purposely getting 14, 15, 16-year-old girls, like, really... <laughs> Like, oh, my God. It's just, I think people people that are born like this all the time, and then, you know, you're told, people in, in that family, you're told you're special, you're special. Like, they don't really have to work. They just have a ton of money. They just kind of have to go along with this little church life, and they're basically set. Your, your brain doesn't function like a normal human being. There's a lot 
if you want to function more normal, there's a lot to unlearn. Like, I ha- I'm still unlearning a lot. Oh, yeah. What, it's been, like, a year? Yeah. Since you, like... Since but imagine you... someone, like, with power like that. Yeah, yeah. They're like... not, they're not going to want to let it go. Yeah, they don't want to let it go. They don't want to let it go. That's why some of the members are, like, selling Rolexes and stuff. Because they're trying to cash in on, like, the money that could be... Because they're scared. They're losing members. The Reddit has over, like, a thousand people, and... That's just, like, people that have actually clicked the subscribe. It's not just people that go and learn. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. a lot of people are leaving. And the people that aren't necessarily leaving and speaking out, they're not fucking with it. Like, people are, like, slowly opening their eyes, and it's crazy. I want to say, like, one of the big reasons why I think a lot of people still cling on to it is because they felt something nice. Like, but here's the thing. Anyone can make you feel something nice. You can go into any church open-minded and like pray and maybe have a moment and cry some tears but they do this thing called like um the holy spirit have you heard of that i mean there's we have catholicism has its concept of the holy spirit but or like you speak tongues no like christ exists in three forms Okay, I see. The, yeah, he's you guys the, have fa- that. the father, the son, mm-hmm. and the holy spirit. They do this thing in LDM that's called like revivals. Mm-hmm. Where you, like, ask God for the Holy Spirit. It's, like, ritualistic. Yeah. And you, like, speak tongues. Mm-hmm. But if I, you Google it... I think we... I think we... A lot of religions do what that. Is, what's tongues? What is that? And it's, like... I want to say there's science... Like, Latin? And, like, a... No, it's... Let me Google it. Because I, I have a really distinct experience where my mom has her, like, weekly prayer groups. Yeah. She, she goes to one every Thursday. There was a moment in time where this she... This is what it's called. She was going to the... What is it? Glossolalia. Glossolalia. Girl, I don't know. Glossolalia. <laughs> speaking in tongues is a phenomenon in which people speak in languages unknown to them. <laughs> so there's... Okay. This could be done in a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I think it's probably just a form of like... You guys call them alabanzas, right? No, no. No. Speaking tongues is different. You probably would be scared. It's a little scary. Because I remember one time we did something... Okay, we... Okay, let me show you a clip. Okay, clip. <laughs> oh, you're talking about, like, a, a ritual. Like, you read something... We were... Per- no. We, like, we went to... Me, my mom took me to this prayer group, and again, I joined her for this reason, because I didn't want her to feel bad for being alone and all that bullshit. Yeah. And uh, they were praying really intensely. And, like, they were closing their eyes. And just these really, like, weird, like, statements... And I remember it was weird. They were pre- it was it was English. Oh, I'm sorry, it was Spanish. It yeah. wasn't tongues, and it was just this consistent like chanting, and it was just really dramatic. And um, this woman came up to me and she was like, "You need to be very grateful. Like your your mother could have aborted you and all this shit." <gasps> she, like she like was holding me and like her eyes were closed. It was really weird. Like I had I, I had an anxiety attack and I was like, "Listen, I'm leaving." <laughs> like I told my mom, I'm no, leaving. no, 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 no. I think I think you would you would probably honestly be terrified if you went into like uh, a revival. Okay, a revival. You, look, do you want me to show you a clip? <laughs> sure. And yeah, I didn't like that, and I didn't like that, and my mom kind of was being really patronizing about it. Like, what happened? I'm like, it's for them. Oh, we're gonna do what these ads. I'm trying to show Nelson a clip of. We're on YouTube. People speaking in tongues. Me. Let's go to this little white pastor. 
How to make Thai chicken wings. <laughs> Not a white woman. <laughs> to say that. That's, that's her name. That's Miss Martha Stewart. We have a pastor here from Mississippi. Oh my God. His name is John Kilpatrick. When I hear speaking in tongues, when I hear speaking in tongues, I think of like a cave. <laughs> think of what? Caves and like candlelight. <laughs> oh, like this. Okay. People are like on the floor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Bye. I've 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 seen I've heard this kind of like incantation, but like in 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 a language in Spanish, not really like okay like chop like this. No, that. But yeah, I th these gestures are very familiar, like that crowding and that lack of boundaries. Okay, yeah, it, it's kind of silly. It's, it's kind of scary. It's like primitive. Literally, yeah, I, I recognize it. I'll be like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> but yeah, I remember, like, everyone was doing stuff like this, and I was literally just standing there, like, watching them, like, what are y'all doing? Well, you're told, like, you have to pray and do that. Mm -hmm. You know? So you do it. I did it. Mm -hmm. And it's, for me, the good that I could take out of it. Oh my god, that's extreme. Mm -hmm. It looks like seizures. Jesus. Jay Jesus? <laughs> no, yeah, it's a lot. Ah, Jay! <laughs> For me, like, prayer, the good that I would take out of it, which I try and do this now in my regular day life with, like, little moments where I meditate or where I go outside and I just have, like, relaxing moments to myself, is basically being grateful. Mm -hmm. Being grateful for, like, the things you have in life. Your health, waking up in the morning, like, your family, like, being around people that you love, being around people that you care for, like, being able to walk, like, the simplest things that you could be grateful for that is probably the biggest thing that i could take out of like being religious is that they taught me to be very grateful and to be humble too and like i guess just like be a humble grateful person but <laughs> these are things you could learn like in other areas in life mm -hmm. I, I don't know i'm pretty sure that with making correct friends with like meditating with yoga like you're taught to be mindful and you're taught to be grateful i remember there was this episode of the simpsons was it the simpsons i think it was the simpsons and it was like it was either the simpsons or it was um family guy wow <laughs> and it was this episode about religion and they were they basically all of a sudden the family wanted to be religious and the, the wife either it was marge or it was <laughs> Ms. Marge. um what was the other woman lisa Me Me no not megan Peter Griffin's wife, uh, Lois. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the episode, they were like, "I don't need this. I don't need a religion to be a good person, or some shit like that." Well, that's the thing. I feel like they teach you basic principles of being a good person. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But you could get that elsewhere. Kind of like how a literally just a, being mindful. Kind of like how a therapist can give you like a whole yeah. self help book. Therapy. <laughs> Reading books. Yeah. Good parenting. And a, a lot of these, a lot of these institutions have similar values. And there's a lot of people in these institutions that don't even follow those values. The art's just different. The messaging is different. There was a lot of people in LDM that didn't follow those values. Or maybe, and I'm not being judgmental, but like, people were very flawed. I'm very flawed too, but in LDM, 
and in a lot of religions, it's like you can't accept that you're flawed. You have to strive for perfection. Mm-hmm. You have to strive to like, like be at that standard. And it's like you're gonna be flawed your entire fucking life. Of course, you can always work on yourself and better yourself, but you're gonna be flawed. Like in some way or another, we're humans. We're always gonna make mistakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very. I feel like people. Religious people could counter me, or people in LDM could counter me, but it's different when, like, you're kind of agnostic, like I am now. I don't even believe in, like, if they try and, like, they'll try and fight you with, like, the Bible, and in the Bible it says this, and I don't, I don't believe in that book. It's, it's, very, it's very consistent. It's so, like... It's very inconsistent. You people, know? people pick and choose. There's another the comment that I kind of like, and she would... Um, she was like, our generations disconnect from organized religion. Is that... I wonder if this woman is saying that in the way where she's she thinks that it's negative? Or is it like a positive thing? Or is it just neutral? I like it. I like that that statistic is going up. Because it, tell, it tells me that people are questioning. It tells me that people are starting to like look into different things and just to think a little bit more deeper into that part of yeah. you know what i mean of their life and they can people people should be allowed to recontextualize what they want out of their spirituality no i agree i i'm for me that comment is like i'm glad people are starting to disconnect from organized so like religion. pick and choose what you want yeah from you something. can pick and choose like why why shouldn't you be able to do that who said it's not allowed <laughs> you know I like the idea of being able to research for myself now and figure out for me though that just maybe it's still really salty the entire idea of organized religion is just a no for me like I don't think ever in my life I would oh yeah do that but I can't see myself being a part of an organized religion yeah it's just or going to a church like that I like, like the idea of follow of not even not necessarily like following but like pulling from ideology and pulling from philosophy because those are broader general things yeah even for me it's because it, it gave me a lot of anxiety like being in an organized religion mm-hmm. gave me a lot of anxiety there's a lot of rules no, yeah. you know if you don't do this you're a bad person like if you don't do this you're going to hell what <laughs> hell <laughs> like i think that's why i have a very like <laughs> what were you calling me on twitter <laughs> annihilus annihilus I think my attitude stems from that. Because you stay saying that. It's like, we're all going to die. And I'm like, is this bitch really a nihilist? Uh, I think it stems from that. Like, my very, like, we're all going to die is very, like, from this. It it comes from me getting out of the school. Mm -hmm. That I'm just kind of like a fuck it attitude at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. I think maybe later I'll soften up Mm -hmm. to, like, different ideas and whatnot. But I mean, it's appropriate to be angsty about it. Yeah, I'm very, like, I don't want to hear anything about it. I don't even, like, skirts will trigger me. Okay. (laughs) Long skirts will trigger me. Like, when me and Lisa shop, even if we see a a cute-ass skirt, we'll literally be like, no, we, we literally wore skirts for like 18 fucking years <laughs> non-stop i couldn't wear eight like i'm so traumatized Ugh. time time for I, thoughts I have, a, I have a little bit of like ptsd with them yeah. and i really do like those it, skirts are so unflattering for a lot of people oh my god <laughs> it gave me a lot of anxiety growing up like i would literally go to the holy supper and be like i hope the world doesn't end 
as ridiculous as that sounds, like, it was, like, a thing. Because mm-hmm. they tell you, like, God's going to, like, come back and, like, he's going to take all of us. Mm-hmm. And, like, it sounds crazy, but you, you really believe, like, God's going to come and, like, take all of us. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> People really believe that. People really believe that, like, this man, like, goes in a room and, like, talks to God. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's not like people are just saying these things metaphorically. Like people really believe this, you know. So people say they have visions and dreams. I'm like, well, yeah, because that's all you think about. So of course you're gonna dream about it. <laughs> like you know. You're gonna have hallucinations. It's just, I don't know. I think. I think when you get so ingrained in something and like. I've been there like your whole mind that's just what you think about it controls you yeah and it, it make for me it gave me a shit ton of anxiety like even praying now I don't like to pray I'm like who am I talking to <laughs> yourself myself I remember I tried praying once and I'm like I'm not this crazy you talking to myself <laughs> with my eyes closed <laughs> Oh my god. I think I just like the idea better now of like self reflecting. Mm-hmm. Even writing. Mm-hmm. It's more it clears my mind more. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives me more clarity. I I like the idea of being grateful. I just didn't like the idea of like feeling like I'm such a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like I did this wrong, crying. Mm-hmm. Like what do you, what am I gonna get from that? <laughs> you know, what solution am yeah. i gonna get for feeling bad about myself i don't know i have a really really I don't, I don't see myself ever going into organized religion at all ever the only like i guess religion that i kind of like but not even because of the values i like it because of the culture and because of the artwork yeah is buddhism yeah, you're telling me about that. I like I like Buddhism, but Buddhism is flawed. There's a lot of ethnic cleansing that's being led by Buddhism. Oh, really? There's a lot of there's a lot of Buddhists that don't like Muslims. There's a the um, Sri Lanka was a whole thing. Ro, Ro, Rohingya. Oh, I don't know how I'm pronouncing that. They're having like an ethnic cleansing problem. Wow. Like, a lot of Buddhists don't like Muslims. A lot of Buddhists don't like Hindus. Wow. So it's kind of weird. And then Buddhism is has all of its like denominations, and I have a coworker who's a Buddhist, and I was kind of checking him. I was like, "Hey, like, I, so you're Buddhist, right?" And like, like, do you know about Shakyamuni? Like, questioning him about the origins because I I study Buddhism and I know like, yeah, how you know it started. a lot about religion. And what did he tell you? He was like, "No, I, I don't know who that is. I just I follow the most Americanized version." I was so disappointed. <laughs> okay i don't know i think oh this is gonna sound so ugly i'm not gonna like me i think human beings created religion because no, life yeah. got too hard and we needed something to project all that onto because people are always gonna search for their people are always gonna and then answers. white people came white people came along and they were like oh this is a weapon <laughs> no, and yeah. here we are now 2019 <laughs> i think as long as like mankind is on earth they're gonna search for answers yeah like how why we're here yeah what's the meaning of it like when i think some things are just not meant for us to understand Mm -hmm. for me that's probably been the most comforting thing i've heard some things are just not meant for us humans to understand like an ant doesn't understand what we do Mm -hmm. right an ant is, like, born and probably dies within, I don't know, what's the longest an ant could survive, right? 
It's not going to understand the complexities of my life. <laughs> like, I think some things are just not meant for us to understand. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe humans aren't meant to. I mean, I mean clearly not. There's no clear final answer. We make up our own answers. Mm-hmm. We literally make up our own answers. You know what I mean? There's really no solid proof of anything. We add value to our lives. Yeah. As we see fit. Yeah, basically. I mean, I think... The most clearest thing to a lot of people is science. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ruben tells me, like, I believe in evolution. I believe that at some point we evolved. And yeah, maybe there's no specific way to prove it, but like, there's a lot of science backing it up. You know, he has this very, like, specific, he knows of this one specific monkey that has one mate for their entire life. That's cute. <laughs> but <Well>. okay. <laughs> These monkeys. <laughs> I don't think we came from that one. <laughs> an example of like monogamy and animals Mm -hmm. and just he'll make a lot of observations of like that's really cute about him that's probably one of my favorite things about him and like animals the way he'd be seeing animals (laughs) is like the brother nature jumps out (laughs) literally i think he he really will he has convinced me a lot to Mm -hmm. believe in like evolution Mm -hmm. and in science you know but i don't know At, at the same time i'm like you, you don't really know what's out there. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what's out there. Even the most intelligent, you know, brightest scientists in the world doesn't really know everything that's out there. And maybe we're just not meant to. I'm okay with that. My life is too fucking hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen the video of Azuka's wife? She's like, um... I don't want to show some Y'all are everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to show some I feel like... Life is already a lot, okay? You gotta be... You're fucking born. Yeah. You gotta write this shit out. I don't think... I Like, let's go ahead and say that there was other, other things. There was things that were more... Things that were more powerful than us. Yeah. Other as concepts and things. I don't think the human mind could handle it. It'd be like a... Like trying to, like, fill a glass that's already full type thing. I don't think we can handle that. Like aliens and whatnot. I don't think we could, yeah, I don't think we'd be able to handle it. I don't think so either. I don't think we'd be able to either. I think, like, we'd probably start wars with people. Like, you know, they're on some Gardens of the Galaxy ship. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I will see... Liz? I don't think I'll find answers, like, or I'll witness maybe, like, I don't know, 200, 300 years from now. I don't know. I I, I think my spirituality, that part of my life is pretty dead. That's a a plant that's wilted. And I need need to water her. (laughs) I need need to have my moments. I feel like that that part of my life is pretty, it's a void. And um, I I do want to develop it, but... Hi. Hi. (laughs) What's up? We're talking to ourselves. We're filming a podcast. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. Oh, you go to my monitor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can go to my room. Wait, what there. is it about? Oh, we're talking about Nosey? the cold. I'll come back up. I want to <laughs> <laughs> It's going to drop. <laughs> she was ready to do a haul. What was I going to say? We'll go at it for like 10 minutes. What? Um, oh, well, yeah. I, I feel like th- I haven't like treated. I haven't came to that part of my life yet. It's really hard for me to even like understand if there is like spirituality like that. Or if it's just our brains. No, I think you develop that. That relationship within yourself. 
Kind of like how one develops their own sexuality. Okay. I think you develop your spirituality. But is it just like neuro- neurological? It's how, I don't know how you calm yourself, how you think about broader oh, okay, things. Because I, I wonder, like, do we have, like, a ghost that, like, comes out of us? Okay. Or, like, is it just our brains? You know what? I've had out-of-bodies, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other thing. Like, you know, I think it's been proven that we only use a really tiny bit of our yeah. brains. Here we go. Wow. Here we go. Lucy? <laughs> I think I think the closest the most like I don't even I don't know spirituality, like what does that mean? I think the most the most the experiences that I've had where I felt like I felt beyond myself were in nature and were under psychedelics. I've had for me it's really hard. I've had really emotional moments in mm-hmm. in church. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I've had out of body experiences like that. Oh yeah, no, I've had out of body. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm well, kind of, I'm kind of like, okay. I feel like for me, even when they're experiences that are very deep, mm-hmm. I'll call them very deep mm-hmm. experiences. I'm still like well aware mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like I'm on another yeah shift. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm myself. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, this is very meaningful to me yeah. right now. No, you yeah, know? no, yeah. I've, I've had moments where like I've 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 felt like energies and shit, and I've kind of just said, okay, we're turning that off. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> like the vibes. Yeah, no, I, I'll never forget. We went to Kansas. Why you told me with a friend, that? and we were we were we were in this like large. Where not even like a warehouse. It was like an antique vintage place, like store. You told me about that. And I had a friend that was just an enthusiast and like and she loved vintage things and like I she we did this thing where we would just like run off together and drive. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. Uh-huh. So we went to this antique store and this entire experience in this store was so nauseating, it was heavy and I just felt something that I didn't like. And I literally went away when I left that place. It'd be like that. Some places really... I've been in situations like that, but it hasn't been like stores. It'll be like a house that I'm sleeping over, mm-hmm. a hotel that I'm at, yeah. a room that I'm in, like where I just feel like not comfortable yeah. and not right, you know? So I don't, I don't know if that falls into spirituality, but I feel like those things are developed. Those things are developed. You have to like want to like be like okay like what what do I like care what do I don't know like what do I believe in what I don't think I'm gonna be one of those people yeah so I think I'm gonna be more on like the logical for me it's easier to live my life like that mm-hmm. like I don't want to be thinking too much about like I like some things that are spiritual and cute you know like maybe meditating yoga mm-hmm. like but as far as like this is bad vibes I don't know I I think I've gotten a really bad taste of it from like twitter and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. like of these people Ridic- that <laughs> <preach>. ridiculous <laughs> yeah these people are like you know they'll preach these things and like these spiritual people and then it's like they go through these situations and i'm like why are you going through that like messy lives mm-hmm. and i don't mean that in a fucked up way because i've had my messiness too mm-hmm. but like just i'm kind of like aren't you like i don't know i'm very I want to live my life in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that when you add meaning to every little tiny thing, it's almost impossible mm-hmm. to live in peace. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm really just be kind and be... No, I get that. Yeah. 
No, yeah, that, that's kind of that's kind of why I I kind of resorted to like turning that off. No, I like, get what the you. fuck is like, that? I don't I don't think you have to look into it like, like that. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's do just, I want that? I think it's just you didn't feel peace mm-hmm. in that store. You felt off. You felt something was wrong. It was like your intuition mm-hmm. that you didn't want to be there. You know, people have moments like that, and I do think that when you have moments like that, you should listen to your intuition. Like, if you're somewhere or if you're around someone and you just don't get a good presence from that person, a good vibe from that person, you just shouldn't be around that person. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in, an, like, a home, whatever it may be, and you're like, I don't want to be here any longer. Mm-hmm. I want to leave. Yeah. You know, I don't want to spend the night here. Like, yeah. you know, something like that. I I get that, but I don't think it should be too thought into. Like, we just have intuition, like, as humans, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? That's interesting. Yeah, but I, I do hold, like, a lot of value towards, like, the elements. So, like, bodies of water, sunrises. No, well, yeah, that's literally the the earth we live on, you know? I think, I'm, for me, golden hour is a fucking spiritual experience. <laughs> okay, golden hour. Staring out at the clouds. I'm, I'm one of those head-ass, wow, the, cl- the sky looks so pretty. I think a lot of people are like that, though. I think even things like that are, like, you could be in touch with your spirituality. Just, mm-hmm. You know, nature. Yeah, it's like a very personal thing. But to a lot of people are not with it, though. It's mm-hmm. just everyone's different. Mm-hmm. I've learned that. Like, for example, like, Ruben doesn't care about the fucking sky color. <laughs> <laughs> By the time the sky looks pretty, he's going to be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then it looks like that every time. Does every he, day at 5.30 p.m. Does you? But you see, to him, animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Ruben. And, like, the dogs. Mm-hmm. It's like, this dog is, like, understands me. And this dog has a relationship with me. And, like, I love my dogs, too, but it's, like, you, you've seen them. Yeah. I think we just, humans, we will all, we all, like, treasure different things in life that I feel like makes us feel more spiritual or at peace with things. Mm-hmm. To some people, it's religion, but to me, I live a happier life without it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying, I want to say it's been, like, three or four years since I've gone to, like, a mass. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Like my mom, I remember my mom telling me, like, you need to go to church. Like, you're gonna feel weird. Like, you don't feel off. Like, not going. I'm like, girl, I'm either working a double or I'm asleep or I'm I'm high or I'm out with friends. Like, it's not this gap in my life. It's because she she was raised to feel like she needed it. You know. For me, it's gonna be two years, Mm -hmm. and I'm very happy. My life has changed a lot, but I've gotten to know myself better and like. I've had way less anxiety because a lot of my anxieties came from like all of these rules and am I a good person or not? Like I sinned, I have to go to church. You know, if I have a baby and like I'm not going to church, my baby's gonna go to hell. Like crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Oh, uh, little babies. Uh, babies? Little babies. Ah, uh, been seven years. Baptizing um, Don Perion. <laughs> <laughs> Moet. <laughs> No, <laughs> what was Yo, that? Miss, look at how she ate this. Oh, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Gio, baby. Ah. MGB. <laughs> I can't. Well, that was fun, you guys. I encourage you all to reflect and think about what that means to you, what religion means to you, if it means anything. And I don't know if you tr- if you truly are in a church and you need somebody to tell you to get out of it. This is me telling you, like, <laughs> do chunk deuce. You know what I mean? If you're not in it like that, you know it's crazy though. I think that some people just genuinely like they're just with it, and mm-hmm. like 
you know what? Who am I to tell you? Yeah. If it works for you, it works for you. If it helps you, like, find some, I don't know. It, it could help a lot of people come to peace with things. I yeah. just don't feel like you need it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like for, like, my mom, for example, at this point, it's easier for her to stay in it. Yeah, than if she was to transfer to, like, over. Then to, like, not, like, restart her life. That's what I'm saying. To have like, to undo, she's 40, 50? To have to undo 50 years? I'm so proud of, like, my dad. Well, my dad's, like, a different story because he wasn't always religious like that, but he basically was, like, I don't like how they're, like, telling us that we can't look up our own news. Like, mm-hmm. they're trying to, like, dumb us down. Mm-hmm. I'm not with it. <laughs> he yeah. basically was, no, like, but I like, shit. I, I like his reason, though. He stayed in it for y'all. Yeah, he, he stayed in it for us. He wanted for sa- safety for y'all. Yeah, because it's like that's why community. a lot of people like religion because it's like a community and like mm-hmm. they teach you to be a nice person, but is it really worth it? Like the rules and the judging and like having to go and like you have to live up to, you have to believe in like is it really worth just good morals or whatever morals you want in your family as a person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus said. Not Judas was like wait. He was like. <laughs> She said he don't give a fuck. He supports her. Mary was a virgin, but she's pregnant. Never mind. <laughs> oh, we can get some people bad. Let us stop there. She artificially inseminated. <laughs> Wait. Okay. She did that before everybody. Mine exploded. She Wait. used a syringe. You know what? Good night, guys. Good night, guys. That was fun. Oh, my God.